0: Thank you so much for checking out the audio version of my channel, Ruslan KD, King's Dream Outlier on all platforms. If you, yes, you find this valuable, the best way you can reach me, the best way you can give me feedback, the best way you can even hop into a group Zoom call with me is through our King's Dream Patreon community so consider partnering with us there. The link is in the description of this podcast. Thank you so much for all the love and support. Now enjoy. Bruce Ruslan. Mr. Lecrae. What's more. going on, man? Mr. 116, Reach Records himself. How you doing, man? Doing well. How you doing? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for doing this. A uh, long time in the making. Um... Shout out to the crew for beating me to the interview. But we're here now, and I'm glad you're here, brother. Um, I wanted to give you uh, my goal, give the audience my goal. Me and you have known each other for a while. Um, We've had some amazing conversations offline over the years. And your generosity in those conversations has always left me inspired. I wanted to get that Lecrae in this conversation, I wanted the no holds bar, stray shooting. You're fantastic with the interviews. You're fantastic with the with with just how shrewd you are with the media training. But I want the Lecrae when we just we hit ha- we hanging out in the studio and 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 and, and I want to have that conversation. So that's my heart uh for this conversation, man. So congratulations on the album. Congratulations on the book. What was it like doing both at the same time? How was that journey of bringing two together? The marketing was seamless. The content was seamless. And, and tell me about the heart behind Restoration and you losing your religion but finding your faith.
1: Well, yeah, man. First of all, thanks. Uh, appreciate you having me. And, um, you know, congrats on everything that's been going on in your world. Um, in terms of the album and the book, um, yeah, you know, honestly, uh, we had just this grandiose idea, you know, months before anything came out, or probably a year before anything came out. And obviously COVID hit and changed everything. So the rollout of everything was way different and, and much more difficult, um, because everything was online and, you know, tours got canceled and Just all types of different things, but obviously God has his own plans and, um, the impact was, was still felt, you know, the impact of, of what it all, what all happened was still felt. Um, we wanted to do some, some personal installations and be in person. Um, but it just turned into like, all right, well, let me just get to work in my own backyard and and started doing stuff in the city. And that, that's, uh, that stuff came out in, in a lot of uh, the writing. So it was, it was kind of crazy, man. It was all like, hectic and crazy. And you got stuff we never planned for happening. Um, a lot of highs and lows. So it was, it was, it was wild, honestly.
0: Did you have the title and everything ahead of time? And, and, and that's how I was able to glue together. I mean, the artwork, everything seemed to just, just fit perfectly. So was that masterminded like years in advance? Cause I know how much I'm in the process of writing a book and obviously music, all of that takes a ton of headspace, and even if you got a great team, it still takes a lot of work. Was all that, like, premeditated title theme intertwining both?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. It was like, um, you know, I had known I wanted to do restoration or I'm restored or restored. Something with restored or restoration um, back in, shoot, man, 2018. 20 maybe 2019 I knew I wanted to do something with that but um, but then as I started getting with the team and you know me and uh, some of the team Alex Medina Marcus Hollinger um, Mm -hmm. Squint, we were all in in, Stanford and it just really started fleshing itself out and we were just categorizing like how this would, would roll itself out I was really really inspired by Beyonce to be honest with you because I feel like every time she drops something it's more than just an album it's like a whole ecosystem it's a world Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. i was like man i want to create a world for people to experience restoration
0: that's dope man i think you guys did that i think you guys did that flawlessly the music this is probably my favorite project of yours um and and you put out i think consistently put out a lot of really good work and i thought this was just flawlessly executed top to bottom you know i know aces over there the whole team uh it, it just yeah it was i think this is definitely a career moment for you so so kudos to you guys and the whole team for putting that together because I was very impressed top to bottom with the music and I think you've always done a good job of like being yourself but making it modern and and making it feel current without like trying to make the tiktok record you know what I mean? like like it, <laughs> it, it feels boom bap and soulful and classic but you're also using the melody and and some of the same cadences and the schemes that is for today's generation and uh and i thought that was yeah. that was brilliantly done so kudos to you just like as from one rapper to another rapper
1: respect man appreciate that yeah it was it was a work it was a work in progress but we did it we got it done
0: Um, One last time as we kicked it uh, was in Reach, Atlanta, I don't remember what year it was, maybe 2018, 2019, somewhere in that window, uh, 2018, 2017 maybe. We talked about your faith journey, and the the title of this book is, you know, Losing Your Religion to Find Your Faith. And you you share some stuff with me, and I don't know how deep you want to go, but you share some stuff about kind of getting into a dark place with your faith and, and really, like, picking it all apart and then reconstructing it. And arriving seemingly at a much healthier place, and obviously deconstruction, deconversion, is super popular now. You got folks deconstructing their faith to something that don't even look like historical Christianity, uh, denying you know some of the essentials of the doctrines. From everything I've gathered from the book, from the music, it seems like you reconstructed your faith and arrived, if not at a at the same place more or less, but a more historical alignment of being a follower of Jesus. Um, how did how did you arrive at that place? So first of all, just needing to kind of unpack everything, and then what was that journey like of re repackaging and recovering your like that 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 Jesus intimacy that you have?
1: Yeah, I think well, first I would say this, I would say that there's a lot of terms that I think people use that um you know, folks get up in arms about because they they they're packed, they're couched with so many other assumptions and presuppositions. So when you say deconstruction, people get up in arms about it because they're they're thinking it means something it doesn't mean in in the same way um, to the to the non believing world. When you say I'm a Christian, Mm. um, there's a lot of stuff that baggage that comes with that term Mm. that people bring into the the conversation that you may not even be trying to imply. Um, So I'm a Christian. Oh, so you are judgmental or Mm. you are, you know, whatever. Um, the list goes on. So, you know, when I say deconstruction, I'm not saying I I was not trying to be part of a fad of people who want to, you know, do away with the scriptures and, you know, and, and just kind of like make up their own views of, of what stuff is. For me, my deconstruction was realizing that, um, I'm inside of it, of this. You know cultural mindset that is extremely western Mm -hmm. um and we're trying to understand um a a very ancient uh scripture that is eastern and and there's so much super imposed ideas put on it and so Mm -hmm. for me what happened was you know obviously all the backlash i received from speaking up about issues of injustice um Mm -hmm. as it pertains to um ethnic minorities and marginalized people in america was mostly from christians Mm. and so i was like what the heck is happening here i thought we were one big happy family i thought you know like why? and um i began to see like we're not all seeing things the same um i I didn't understand the, the nationalism that was baked into evangelical christianity in america i didn't understand um the the white supremacy that was baked in, and when I say white supremacy, I know people get up in arms because they don't even know what that means. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of times you're thinking of KKK members, and that's not all of what I'm I'm talking about. What I'm yeah. what I'm articulating is that it's power structures and who's yes. in control. Um, so when I would get on Google and look up like, you know, who is the real Jesus, ninety eight percent of the articles written. and and pushed on us are written by white men. And that's just the reality of it. So I was fighting against a lot of that. And so um, I got to a place in my frustration and and anger and hurt that I made a people hurt, a God hurt. And I blamed, you know, this, I was like, oh, this is God's fault if there is a God. And I just, Mm -hmm. and I was hurt and I didn't want to accept the idea that there was a God. So I abandoned the faith uh, for a period of time. But the reality is, if you're a true believer, you can't just, you know, it's like you're, you're indwelt by the Spirit. Ephesians 4 27, I'm still with the Spirit of redemption. So I can't Come just piece them Come out. On. Come on. Um, so, though I tried, um, you know, uh, His goodness and mercy followed me, it pursued me and would not let me go. And what ended up happening was, um, I, I traveled the world, which I know everybody doesn't get to do. Um, I got to read books and from, from outside of the Western American perspective, and I got to realize that this is a much ancient and much more global faith than I realized. And, um, and I realized there was so much that we were putting on it that was mm. not biblical, but it was yeah. more American. Yes. And, and the deconstruction for me was peeling back some of that stuff and getting mm-hmm. to the root of what this faith really was about. And that's what led me to a more historical, um, ancient and, you know, I'd say God honoring vantage point of, of the faith.
0: Yeah, that's good. I've recently went and Dove deep into the church history, all the different schisms and splits, and there 's major ones that happened every uh, every five hundred years there was the one around five hundred with the uh, oriental and the the, the, the Catholic just meant universal at the time they split, and that became the Ethiopian Church, the Armenian Church, which is how I grew up, and that split and they had they held a different canon um, and then at around the year one thousand and fifty it split again in the eastern and the and the West church split. And then the, the Protestant Reformation, which we all know, we think, like, Christianity starts with, with the Protestant Reformation. We're like, yeah, Martin right. Luther. And so it's like that right. split. And then Joseph Arminian came on the scene. John Calvin came on the scene. Joseph Arminian came on the scene. Then 50 years later, the followers of Calvin wrote the Five Points of Calvinism, And ever since then, Protestantism, I think part, partly because of the Enlightenment phase and because of intellectualism and, and the need for certainty, We've just consistently Mm -hmm. kept splitting and splitting and splitting and splitting and splitting, and now we're at a place where there's over forty thousand Christian Protestant denominations worldwide. And we look at it and we go, "Mm, "Is that is that the way God intended it? Right? Is that the way? It was was that the heart of God? And uh, and I think it is very Western, man. I think it is very. Uh, it, it's just, it, it needs this certainty, having mm-hmm. an answer mm-hmm. for everything, mm-hmm. being absolute and ingrained. And you're like mud that's turned to hot, you know, cement and there's no dialogue. There's no nuance. And I think that's what you experienced, man. And it was very frustrating to watch, um, when all of the social stuff came out. And even, I even had somebody ask me like, why did, why did, cause I asked our Patreon community if they had any questions for you. And someone said, why did he go from talking about spiritual issues to social issues and I was like, I'm pretty sure because social issues are a lot of times spiritual issues.
1: Spiritual issues.
0: Do, yes, you, want, do, do you, you want to talk to that? Because I think we compartmentalize that a lot. And, yes. and, and and we got a lot of folks that are going to troll and they're going to, you know, the anti, I like, I, I attract the anti-anti-racist crowd, Lecrae. So they're going to pull up. They're going right. to say nasty stuff in the comment section. They're going to call us opposite, They're going to say we're not saved. Um, but talk yeah. about the need that this isn't just about a gospel that transforms us from the inside out, that it's also a gospel that transforms us to helping usher in a new kingdom on this side of eternity, that people get to experience yeah. a piece of heaven on this side of eternity. And, and that does impact society as a whole.
1: Right. Well, um, let me help your anti, anti-race.
0: First by saying um, race
1: as we know, it is a construct. It's not even real. So now we're on the same thing. Okay. It's a construct. Ethnicity is real. Uh, cultural, uh, cultures is, is what we're experiencing is real, but race is, is a construct that we created in order to uphold a caste system, um, in in, you know, America. And so you're right. Um, we shouldn't be concerned with race we should be concerned with the caste system that is based off of color which is crazy mm-hmm. uh, but 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 even outside of that um what I, what i would say is that um you know the spiritual realities there's so many ways i could i could uh, come at this you just look at just look at, at, at christ asleep in a boat during a storm and he gets up and he he commands the storm to cease He's speaking to not just a physical realm, he's speaking to the spiritual, there's a spiritual component. How is he able to do that and calm it? Like what time space dimension is he existing in to where he can just speak to a storm and it calms down? How, how is he controlling a physical reality um, by speaking to it? When he gets on land and talks to the garrison demoniac who's physically cutting himself, physically doing all these things and he's speaking to him to to the legion of demons to come out of him, there's a physical reality that happens by him addressing the spiritual. There's a, there's a spiritual reality that happens by him addressing the physical. Mm -hmm. And so when we're looking at hatred, when we're looking at divisiveness, when we're looking at, um, you know, a lack of compassion, that's not just a physical reality. That's a spiritual reality that affects the social. And so the, the, the fruit of the spirit is love is is uh, is is uh uh the fruit of the spirit joy peace kindness gentleness like those are the fruit of the spirit and and that is not what we were seeing in our society mm-hmm. so by me standing up for issues of racism or injustice what i'm saying is i'm i'm come I'm, I'm 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 rebuking and and challenging the body of christ to be who we're supposed to be. Cool. We're, we're supposed to be image bearers, we're supposed to be light bearers, we're supposed to be uh, demonstrating the fruit of spirit. And if that's not what's happening, that's what I'm addressing. Um, now I will say this, there was a season of time where, you know, like I said, I was wrestling with faith. So it was kind of like, let me not use some of this faith language, but let me still speak on things that need to be adjusted and addressed because I didn't have the language. I was still growing and learning in the public eye at that time.
0: Mm-hmm. I think one of the most valuable perspectives you've had on me personally, bro, is just financial game, uh, entrepreneurship game, business game. And I want to get into a little bit of that with you in a moment. So, but but before, we go, before we get to that, I just want to make sure that, that, that there's clarity on this because clarity brings confidence, guys. So some of you guys are, are, are hearing this. You're going to get confused. When Lecrae says social justice, what he is not saying is equal outcome. And it's unfortunate that we even have to address it and and clarify that when when we're talking about social justice, we're saying, hey, there is an inequality happening with the way certain people are treated by our justice system, by law enforcement and in the education system. So what what he's after and what we're all ultimately should be after is an equal access to opportunity, not equal outcome. I don't think Lecrae or I don't know anybody that thinks like, yeah, I should get paid but LeBron James, get paid to play basketball because equal outcome Marxism like no one's on that energy yeah. so I, we gotta we gotta clarify that and you are an entrepreneur you run bis- multiple businesses you're an investor right. you do a lot of stuff that I want I want to talk about but um I just want to clarify that and it's unfortunate that we have to clarify that but I want to make sure people are clear that because late, lately that's been the thing oh social justice he means Marxism social justice he means equal outcome that is not what we're talking about
1: right but unfortunately it's' People want to make th- those claims because it makes them feel comfortable. If I can demonize and scrutinize everything you're saying to the nth degree, then I'm more comfortable with, with, you know, the way things are. Why is there not as much scrutiny and, and picking apart on issues of injustice mm-hmm. or racism? Like, yeah. let's pick all that stuff apart, but no, let's pick apart the people who are pushing against it. And that's, that's crazy, man.
0: Yeah. Um let's let's flashback. You didn't grow up Christian evangelical, um, much like myself I didn't grow up either. Uh the, in in that regard, you 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 grew up um and came to faith later. And uh around the time we met is when it seems like the first like the bubbling of reach records is really starting to happen. Um we met right after Rebel ish. And it was it was uh, I mean, it was it was it was dope to see everything that was happening. And just for me, as someone that was doing spoken word and in the slam scene and playing colleges, it was amazing to see, I would say, God's hand on all of that and and, and the impact that you guys were having Um, early on, though, it it, and you're very self-aware, so I'm not going to say anything that you don't know. But early on, it does seem like you guys definitely built the foundations of the music inside of the evangelical circles in terms of the market placement, in terms of the, um, you know, the type of tours you guys were doing, winter jam, rock and road worship tour. We hung out multiple times at the rock and road worship tour. In hindsight, how much of that was intentional and how much of that was like you going with the flow and not really understanding the expectations that that was going to come with down the road for you?
1: Oh man, it was, 99% go on with the fluff. (laughs) I was not, I didn't even, you know, you're not thinking about any of that type of stuff. I mean, especially when you're a lot younger, you're just zealous, uh, for the Lord. And you're not really, you don't, you're just naive. You don't even realize that people play those types of games and are positioning and are vying for placement in this, in this kind of like, uh, Ecosystem, this, you know, you're just not even thinking on that wavelength. You're like, man, I just want to go out here and talk about my faith and talk about what God has done. And wow, mm. there's a bigger audience that I can talk mm. about them in front of. Awesome. Oh, wow. They want me to be on their song. Awesome. Mm. It's not yeah. until hindsight you realize, wow, there were a lot of opportunists here. You know, it's mm. like, oh, yeah. of course it makes sense to put me on the tour because I'm bringing out all these 116 fans. Oh, didn't realize that. Of course, it makes sense to put me on your song because I have a fan base that's listening. Mm -hmm. I did not peak that early on. I was just going with the flow. And so, you know, you look up and you're like, the whole audience has changed. Mm And (laughs) wait, what is this is a different value system and I'm thinking, you know it's just like I didn't even know these worlds existed you know I was new to the faith in the first place so I didn't know there was a CCM and a gospel in the same way you don't you didn't realize that you know African Americans came up with rock and roll but then because um, of, of you know race and class and caste, it was like well let's not call it rock and roll because You know, the white people are doing that, too. And we need a delineation between what the whites do and the blacks Mm -hmm. do. So let's call theirs R&B and theirs rock and roll. And so it's kind of like, let's call what the black people do gospel and them contemporary Christian. I didn't know that. I just was like, it has Christian in it. It works for me. I'm going with the flow. So no idea.
0: No idea. Was there any hints of... The, the underlying things you talked about earlier with, with terms of Western evangelicalism, was there any hints of that 08 to 2012 of like, wait a minute, this is a little uh, microaggression here. Uh, you know, like, like in terms of that infrastructure, in hindsight, did you see little rumblings, just things said that were kind of like, oh, that's off-putting?
1: Yeah, I mean, all the time. Um, and I think I gave a lot of people the benefit of the doubt because you know, in my naivete, once you met the Lord, you weren't racist anymore. <laughs> you know what I It's mm-hmm. like once you met the Lord, you were not like about you you didn't see ethnic minorities as kind of lesser than mm-hmm. um I never would have imagined that people would be taking advantage of me to look like to fill their diversity quota like ah oh. oh, we're pretty we're pretty white. uh we need to get somebody in here to make us not look as white. Mm-hmm. I didn't see those things. But as time went on and you began to trust people, then little things will come out and you'd be like, Yo, what? Wait a minute. Like, you had to know that was wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like when I go on this major tour and they're like, Hey Lecrae, we see you and your posse are here. We got some basketball for y'all and I was like, When did I ever tell you I play basketball? I mean I do. You know what I mean? I I do. But but when did I ever say that? I never told you that. How do you know I don't enjoy ping pong? I don't know. What is that about? Um, So it'd be little stuff like that or, you know, conversations where it'd be like, man, um, I remember, oh, man, a prominent, you know, Christian guy. And he said to me, he said, uh, man, you just you don't speak like you rap. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you know, when you rap, you sound like like real ghetto. But when you speak, you don't sound like that. And I was like, oh, wow, you really sincerely, yeah. like, you know, in all sincerity. And yeah. the common thing I would hear all the time, what people will say all the time, and I never thought about it, was like, man, I hate rap music, but I love you. Mm. And I never really considered yeah. what that, the underpinnings of that meant. And now I'm like, wow, that's, that's pretty heavy right yeah. there when I think about it.
0: Would you would you say that the initial thing that people got behind the one one six movement for was this idea that like what you guys are doing is ministry music or is ministry at least like with the reach life stuff, Um, and so that 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 sounds like so some of the pushback some people have had is like hey the foundation was built this way but then at some point there seemed to be a a a a switch up in the mission statement and a switch up in some of these different things and not like. I don't have a problem with working with secular artists. I've been doing it a long time, but it was almost like the type of secular artist, right? So it's John Legend and Ty Dolla Sign's are two totally different type of artists, right? I guess yeah. I John Legend comes from a church background. I think he was a minister, a minister of music at a church before he signed to Kanye, right? Versus like yeah. Lecrae, who's known for ministry and this is his thing. He's, he's coming from a ministry foundation and then it's like Ty Dolla Signs. Um, does that, th- does that in hindsight feel incongruent not to poop on Ty dollar signs or, or his fans, but does that feel incongruent yeah. to the foundation that was laid out for Lecrae, the Christian rapper?
1: Absolutely. I can totally, I totally understand where people are coming from. It's like, it's like, yo man, what you, you used to do sermons in every song and now you're doing like, you know, kind of like this seeker sensitive music like what's going on right now like yo you, you're falling off or you switched it up and you know the truth of the matter is 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 that um yeah i totally get it i get it but at the end of the day you're you have to understand that that's not necessarily a, a mark against my character or my faithfulness mm-hmm. it's more about your preference and what you wanted from me Mm. and when i stopped providing what you wanted from me then it became something's wrong with lecrae right you know it's like man i don't want to you know it's like michael jordan wanted to play baseball it's like yo man what are you freaking doing like something's wrong with this dude why are you playing baseball it's like well that was his preference that's what he wanted to do that's what he felt like he should be doing and for me people don't understand where i where i come from and where i came from i'm 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 really from the culture of hip hop. I'm really from the streets. I, I, I you know, Skyline, you know, I grew up in Ty Southeast Roo. San Diego. Yeah, yeah I, know, hey, I, know, you know, I, I know exactly mean, like, where you grew up. <laughs> I'm, I'm really from that. So yeah. I feel like, man, I'm missing my people. I'm missing, the, the message is not hitting them. It's not getting to them. It's not reaching them. Mm. And I was concerned and I wanted to connect. And i the end of the day, I'm a missionary. I'm, I want to connect with people. I want to build with them. I want them to experience the goodness of God. And so part of it is, is experimenting and, and trying different ways and different things in order to make that a reality. And I saw so much fruit from Church Clothes Volume 1. It was like God was just shining a light. And plus, people don't know how many folks came up to me, Christians, you know, who said to me, listen, you're really good at what you do like, please don't stay in this Christian bubble. I really believe God has called you to reach out into the world to affect them. Mm. Mm. And, um, and I took that to heart, you know, yeah. I took that, uh, like, all right, Lord, let me try to be a Daniel or a Joseph. Yeah. And um, and that's the, move, the moves that I started to make. It didn't mean I wasn't still studying my scriptures, it didn't mean I didn't still have things to say um and if anybody who really supported and and weren't just kind of like fringe fans if you started buying the projects you could hear it in the music it wasn't like I just like peace out yeah. um it would just probably be those bigger songs or the singles yeah. would probably be a little cast a wider net than sure. historically what I did
0: sure. yeah. would you say there was a, any ever a time where <sighs> You compared it to Michael Jordan going to playing basketball which is an interesting metaphor was there ever a time where you were poking the bear where you were like intentionally like yo I'm off that you know what I mean and like in, in, like intent kind of you know what I mean like intentionally yeah. understanding your your foundation and like I'm gonna distance myself from this and, and and do it in the not most tasteful way
1: nah it was never any moments like that I mean I never was like yo I'm about to make this move. If I was ever when the when I when I got frustrated, when I get mm-hmm. frustrated with with folks for like assuming my motives or saying mm-hmm. stuff to me that really just gets under my skin, I just yeah. come at them really direct. So you hear them, you hear those songs, like you hear yeah. sidelines, like I'm <laughs> just coming at your throat. Like I don't, yeah. I'm yeah. not going to sabotage anything I got going yeah. on. I'm going to just tell you straight up to your face yeah. how I'm feeling about you. And um and so that's typically what I would do. Now, there's were there moments in my heart where I was like, Yo, I don't even rock with y'all like that and you know, and I don't have to because I got top five radio hits. Sure, those moments rose up in my heart. And I'm grateful that God humbled me like Nebuchadnezzar. You know what I'm saying? I'm grateful that he would put me down, but but nah, it was never like Let's see what they think about this. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Respect. Come on, walk up, flock
0: up. <laughs> yeah, let's try it. Let's do it.
1: Yeah. Nah, yeah. it was never that. It was always, okay. like, you know, sincere and authentic.
0: Yeah, and I think yeah. you, as a lot of, I mean, you was the first one in a lot of this stuff at the level that you did it at. Obviously, we had the L.A. Symphonies, the Pigeon Johns. You had other people that came before you. But at the levels that you was doing it, there was, no one had really done that as a as a Christian. So I understand that part. Um you you call yourself you, you identify as a as a missionary right which ultimately the the heart of a missionary is to contextualize the gospel in said culture. Um, some of the pushback has been when when you've had these kind of alley oops to um, make a clear statement about the, the the gospel or or about God's standards that you've kind of shied away from you know kind of standing on truth and i and i heard you kind of respond to some of it on the cruise hip-hop corner um i'm no fan of vlad i'm no fan of nadeska um you know what i mean like i think vlad is a complete cornball and uh and and and, and, and that, like from from a culture standpoint like in hip-hop culture i think he's a cornball so i think like yeah. to go on a platform and then get, get asked some direct questions and not answer them or with the nadeska she asked you about the zombie situation and it kind of paralleled it into like uh, yeah, I feel like it's not because of COVID, instead of like, no, I feel like a zombie because I was spiritually dead and Jesus made me alive. I understand the song said that, but like are these opportunities mm-hmm. where if you're a missionary at the end of the day, when are we going to be unapologetic or unashamed, uh, to to, to, to clearly confess and profess the gospel in, in these opportunities?
1: That's good. I mean, that's a great question. And I think um you know I'll be the first to say that there's been plenty of opportunities that, you know, um, I dropped the ball on as far as that's concerned, you know, plenty, um, because you don't know which is the right one. I'm always, you know, going back to, you know, when, when Paul says, Lord, you know, open doors, you know, he's praying for doors to be open. And it's like, is this an open door? Is it not? What does this look like? What does this mean? And I think, um, in my experience, you know, I'm not saying that this is, this is, um, you know, scripture. I'm saying this is in my experience. I have seen more transformation happen through relationships than me, like, just saying something in an interview. Yep. Um, and generally, because an interview is, is, like, for the purpose of sound bites, you know, mm-hmm. it's not really, like, letting me get deep in and letting me really unpack it. Now, if it's like, yo, you got an hour. To just camp out on this particular Mm -hmm. thing then it's like all right then i can give you more than a sound bite but if you're like hey you know what are your thoughts on homosexuality this is probably not going to be helpful in 12 minutes (laughs) whatever i say (laughs) is is not going to be helpful in 12 minutes it's not going to be helpful on one one side or the other Mm. um you know a lot of people say man why didn't you say jesus in the interview well saying jesus name is not the gospel that's not what transforms people, you know, only by the name of Jesus. When, when the Bible says we talking about the character, the essence of Christ the is logos. what, you, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's not saying the name Jesus, you know, which is really a, 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 an English transliteration of his real name. It's not even his name. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but there's been plenty of times where, you know, um, fear paralyzing you. If you've never been afraid to share your faith with somebody, then you you got it better than me because I'll yeah. you know teach yeah. me
0: because there's
1: been t- that's why unashamed has became a movement because we were all afraid and we were challenging ourselves to not be ashamed. It was accountability to live Romans one sixteen. Um, so there's been times where fear overcomes you and you're like oh, I don't know if this is you know. But then there's been times where you're thinking to yourself, you know, um. I just want them to listen to the album strategically. So let me just mm-hmm. get them to pay attention to, to me and that, and that I'm uh, the type of person that, you know, can, can walk with them and talk yeah. with them. And then they'll listen and hear a consistency of truth. And maybe yeah. they'll watch videos and interviews and on and on and on and mm-hmm. really dive in where you're gonna get the fullness of who Christ is in, in everything that I'm articulating. So it's just been a mixture of different things. Um, and, and, you know, it's never one reason. And sometimes it's like, you weren't even thinking about that. Like sometimes it's like, bro, I literally was not even on that wave. I just got off a flight. I was dead. And they said like, you know, something and I just answered the question. So it's all, it's always something different. Right.
0: right. Is there ever a thing inside of you to, um, not get canceled because you know maybe if you do take a strong stance that they they're coming for the and they came for you after the Louis Giglio thing with with the white blessing thing which I thought was like they was like the is a cisgendered male he ain't we shouldn't be they're talking to white people about racism and I was like whoa I didn't even know like I'm a man so yeah. like is there ever a part where you are navigating these spaces and trying not to get canceled because you know if you do take the the Christian ethics stand or the historical stand, it's, it may create an uprising.
1: Yeah. I don't know if it was canceled as much as it was. Um, can I, can I at least get in the door? You know what I'm okay. saying? Like, okay. like, will you at least let me in the door? Because a lot of people don't understand. They don't know the history of like, like they're getting the one interview. They're missing the hundred I did before that where people sure. made fun of me where they said, um, where's your choir robe? Where it was kind of like, I didn't even get to talk about real issues where it was kind of like, they wouldn't ask me anything that pertained to what's going on in society or football or basketball. They would just immediately go in for like, what do you think about homosexuality? What do you think about gay marriage? Um, You know, what do you think about marijuana? Uh, Is drinking a sin? You know, and immediately that's what they're coming at me with. And I'm like, well, first and foremost, are you a follower of Christ? Because Mm -hmm. that's where we got to start. None of these questions even, matter if you're not a follower of Christ like that's now we're talking about legalities because I can tell you to stop doing something but what's the what's the only the gospel is going to give you the power to to become a slave to Christ and no longer a slave to to sin right so so what are we talking about so let's let's see Lecrae as a person not as this alien creature who you gotta just get off these like polarizing questions so your views can go up um, and that was a lot of it. It's like, yo, can I just get in the door? Can I just like be trusted by the audience um, so that I can talk about something other than, you know what I'm saying? Um, no,
0: that, I get that. Yeah. Um, that's 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 fair. Um, we I remember doing a, the Man Up conference. And by the way, man, thank you early on. You you or whoever was over there looked out for me and Belief in the breaks. And we was doing a handful of gigs with you guys. I remember doing a Man Up conference. And it was a, that was a special night, you know, and, and that was a special event that you guys pulled off. I think it was a couple thousand people there. Um, we had a show recently on the channel, and he he talked a lot about, like, owning the banner of Christian rap so that there can be infrastructure built in. Um, do, 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 as you're seeing stuff like Summerfest, as you're seeing stuff like Flavorfest reemerge, uh, Indie Tribe's throwing their own festival. And it's not just Indie Tribe artists. It's a, a, a mm-hmm. wide spectrum. In hindsight, do you think pressing in and owning the space, like the you, you were at one point Christian hip-hop, you know what I mean, and creating some of the infrastructure around conferences and festivals, not doing the evangelical ones, but building your own. Maybe resources were an issue then, I don't know. Um, but in hindsight, looking back, do you wish that you guys would have done that a bit more, built out more unashamed tours, conferences, festivals, um, and, and reach kind of being at the forefront of that instead of, oh, we're going to get the Winter Jam bag. We're going to go get the, you know, Rock and Road Worship Tour thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think, well, well, I, I
1: guess I feel like, man, everybody has their their unique role, you know. I think when it all started off, you know, it was kind of like golf. It was like everybody just hits the ball. Everybody does the same thing. It wasn't it built out enough for it's like, so somebody, you know, I'm going to mail the CD to you. I'm going to wrap the CD. I'm going to, like, do the artwork. Everybody's doing everything. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into basketball where, yeah, everybody touches the ball, but, but people have diff- a little bit of unique functions. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, um, but now it's football. And in football, you just need kickers. That's all we need you to do is throw or kick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and that's kind of how I feel like. You know, I can't do all those things. You know, I can only do what I what I'm gifted at doing, and I'm grateful for the collaborative effort. Because a lot of people don't realize, like at a, at one point in time, it was really just me that was visible to the outside world. Yep. You know, it was a it was like a season where it was like I'm trying to point back, and they're not paying attention. You know, it's like yo, it's like yo, Christian rap, oh Lecrae, oh Lecrae, and it's like nah, it's the whole world. Yeah, but. You know, um, I in my mind I was like, I don't know what should what I should do in order. What more can I do than I'm doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, I got a whole label. I got a tour I put together. I got, you know, I put them on my compilation album. I don't yeah. know what else I can do. You know, yeah. so I'm grateful for people who have other thoughts and ideas. Yeah. Um, I love my sis Erin Knight and some of the stuff she brings to the yeah. table. Yeah. And um, of course, Dill and his thoughts. And so I I love that and. Yeah. I, I, you know pioneers you know are going to get all the scrutiny and none of the credit that's just the way that it's going to go it's like man you you was the one out there so yeah.
0: man you know. i want to make sure you, you 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 get your your credit and your roses and that's that's why i'm I'm asking you these questions bro um no that's all just, good I'm, yeah I'm, I'm, just so you know you know my heart um i think the the thing with you lecrae is that you are you've been so good instinctually at so many different business things that maybe they weren't as calculated. That I think people were like, "Oh, like this is the he is the he was that guy or he is that guy," because of the entrepreneurial mind that I think some people maybe see more in you than sometimes you see in yourself. And I want to get into the entrepreneurial thing before we do. before we go there, um, I, I had Show Baraka on the channel recently. You've had artists part ways. Looking back, would you have would have handled how the way Show left differently or the way KB left any differently? Um, especially with show because it was a lot of the stuff that you kind of arrived at down the road that the show was kind of early on and cast, you know, weren't really, <laughs> I mean, it was, they was calling them all sorts of names and then three, four years later, uh, it, the same thing happened to you. I, I don't
1: think I could have, cause I just couldn't see it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It was like, I I mean, obviously, yeah, if I could see it, yeah, I, I would have had a different conversation with them, but it didn't even matter if I could see it, the, 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 the audience wasn't ready you know what i'm saying so it would have been like you're tr- you're trying to tell them about something that they have like zero comprehension for mm. um you know i remember him making we could be more and it was like for me i was like i oh, i feel you i'm going to let you do it but i don't think they're ready you know what i'm saying and they
0: weren't and it was just they the one song like, to his wife <laughs>
1: But at the time it was like, yo, we are they making a love
0: song? A he didn't say song? Jesus ten times in this one, you know. <laughs> you know what
1: I'm saying? So it was a big deal. Yep. Um so yeah, you know, I mean, and and show, you know, he's a contrarian, man. Show's mm-hmm. like he, if, if if everybody says go right, show goes left. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? He don't like that. If everybody's on that, he's like, Nah, I'm not moving with how y'all move. Mm-hmm. Um, And that's just the uniqueness of who he is. And so, um, I don't know. I don't know if, honestly, if I'm being 100% honest, I don't think there's that Reese Records could have ever held down show. I don't think, I think he would have gotten tired or bored before, no matter how much we we pleaded and begged. I think Mm. he's just the type of person. He's like, if y'all gonna stay here, I gotta keep moving. Mm. You know, if you're not gonna innovate with me, then I gotta dip, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and there's not there's nothing more dangerous than a bored warrior, you know. So, <laughs> so it's like, yo, I got this thing, I gotta go do. And you're like, they're gonna get bored, and it's not it's not gonna be it's not gonna be healthy. Um, yeah. Let, 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 let's this is the part that that uh, I I get the most value from you, Lecrae. Is I think your business acumen, your entrepreneurship, um, your ability to to build businesses, your ability to see potential in people and pull it out years, sometimes decades before other people do that. Here's my fear with Christian hip hop right now is I feel like there's multiple ends to developing mainstream audiences, to developing audiences autonomous of Reach Records, Rapzilla. Nick D is doing it right now with TikTok. Got guys like Bass are doing it with TikTok, Paul Russell. Um, I think we are sliding into the same. Let me just do what the establishment does. and The establishment is a little broader and more us now, but not enough people are utilizing the TikToks and the YouTubes in my opinion, because I'm here and I'm like, yo, it's Matt fertile. You know what I'm saying? Nick D just signed a universal for one song. Kes is getting the bag out here, Lecrae, without needing Rapzilla or, 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 or doing anything Christian rap related. Um, but I don't see enough artists doing that. And we also know a lot of brothers be struggling financially behind the scenes how do we reconcile some of that thinking to say hey man let's go be blue ocean people let's go build something new let's not just sit here and, and congregate for the same 100,000 instagram followers and let's go do something outside of this little micro tribe um how, how do we how do we do that how do we get people paid more and sustaining themselves off this thing more
1: yeah i think we have to establish first in, in my mind i think got to establish what we are you know what i'm saying like what are we because um You know, you're not having this issue in the medical field, like as far as Christians being in the medical field, they they operate within the medical field. And the delineation or the difference with them may be that they do medical missions in the summer or they do some pro bono stuff work or whatever. But it's clear that they want to be good at their craft. They want to follow and stay up on what they need to stay up on in order to become the best at what they do. And I don't think there's a clear identity in terms of Christian um, artists, um, because some of them wanna be fly and be saucy and look mm-hmm. like, you know, the Christian version of, of little whoever, sure. and that's their end goal, is this, this cloud. Some of them want um, to, you know, be extremely, um, explicit with their faith and they feel like man this is explicitly a ministry and and if you're not talking about jesus then what are you doing um some of them um want the bag but don't want the work you know so it's like what are we doing you so, know what i mean and, so. and and for me i do feel like um it is a field of of business it's a, it's a field of human endeavor that's business and you function within it as a Christian a Christian, yeah, and that's yeah. the way I see it. you know yeah. what I'm saying um and so if it is a business then we should be making smart business moves we should be mm. understanding the landscape and mm. and and all the different areas that you can be involved in from TikTok to all those things right mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and and so I think part of the problem is everyone wants to be the artist and nobody mm. wants to be the executives and Another quick little rant, in Christian music, we do not highlight or take care of our executives. I hate that. Mm. In mainstream music, we know who the executives are. You know who Sylvia Rhone is. You know who Clive Davis is. You know who L.A. Reed is. You know who Diddy is. These are not artists. These are Mm. executives that you're like, man, I want to, I aspire, Russell Simmons, on and on. In the Christian space, we do not highlight the Aaron Knights, the Marcus Mm. Hollinger's, the TV's or whoever they may be like, Mm. and, and because of that, I think um, we don't feel like they're necessary or they're Mm. worth their salt or that Mm. their voices need to be heard or highlighted. And so we we begin to lack industry because Mm. it's not about them. It's about us.
0: That's good. Do you see the, the potential of all these emerging new platforms, and how are you encouraging your your own artists? Because I see Wande super popping and, and and getting her thing moving on TikTok, and she's been featured on TikTok. Is that an internal meeting at Reach? Like, yo, like, y'all y'all need to be on this TikTok thing, man? Because. The the homie got, you know, 700,000 followers in six months. You know, this dude just just got, you know, a top five Spotify trending song. Um, Are are, are you guys emerging yourself in that? Because I feel like Reese has always had an amazing eye, amazing talent. You, Andy, Hovey, RG. um, Is that something y'all are talking about externally? Because a lot of times it's going to bleed out of of what what y'all are doing. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah, we talk about it and we encourage it. Um, Some artists are just artists. They're not good at social media or anything like that. And so you gotta have to help them say, you know, okay, w- w- let's talk to your manager to help you move forward on this. Um, Here's some pathways and we can make it easier for you as a label to do some of these things. Um, But then some are just naturally gifted and you just want to fan the flame. Wanda is just gifted at it. Like she's just really good at it. So all we do is fan the flame and she goes crazy. Um, you know but there's but we encourage it with everybody and some some take to it more than others um but we but if you if you're not wired that way we want to provide you with the access to be able to yeah. do those things and so yeah. that's yeah absolutely man it's big right. for us
0: you know I think my heart is that we see multiple christian hip hop artists making multiple six figures a year in the next 5 years and that there's there that, there's that, that spread out and it's not just a handful of artists eating and doing the festival circuit but there's 50 a hundred artists eating and doing their own festivals and owning their own merchandise and their own operations. I mean, I think obviously what you guys have done, I think what KB has been able to do um, with native native supply and you know you see you're, you're seeing glimpses of it as an entrepreneur. Um, what what's the like? What makes you tick? Like, how did you know? Because come on, man, like you 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 out here getting it. Like, there's multiple revenue streams. You you got multiple businesses. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, is this something that you're like again? Is it just instinct? You're not even thinking about it, or is this something? Are you reading books? Are you studying? Are you developing that side of you? Because I feel like from from our interactions, again, you're dope artist by and large, especially restoration, yeah. but. I feel like LeCrae, you think in a in a way that the average rapper is not thinking. I see myself in, in a lot of that as well.
1: Yeah. It's a mix, man. I I, I definitely um feel like I'm wired that way. Uh, okay. you no, know, I get on Andy Manio's nerves, honestly, because he's like, bro, it, he's Kanye, I'm Jay Z. Like real talk. Yeah, he's yeah. the artist <laughs> That's
0: a good innovator.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pushes people yep. to their creative limits. Yep. And he fights against me because sometimes I'm too pragmatic. You know, mm. I'm like, it, it, it could be like, yeah, that's innovative, but it won't work. And it's like, it's not about working, Lecrae. It's about, is it creative? Are we, are we changing the perspectives of what people are saying? And I'm like, you're right, you're right. That's good. Okay. So, <laughs> it's so it's both. It's both though. Right? It's both. Yeah, it's actually both. It is both. And so we help each other because otherwise, without me in his life, he'll be working on the same song for for 42 days. You know, and I'm like, bro, the song is done, bro. There's no more innovate. Like, you innovate when you get to heaven. You'll have endless amounts of innovative time. But right now, the people need the song. Um, so, yeah. He has so much is.
0: good music. Let me just, let's just, I got to send Andy a shout out. Man, I got, like, throwaway demos that Andy has sent me that I've heard that are like, bro, just put this out. Like, this is phenomenal. You know, like, throwaway stuff. That's nuts. And that dude is Crazy. so talented. And so I think it is that Crazy. balance, man, that balance of you two yeah. being in that, in that, in that yeah. spot to compliment each other. And then you get something great like coming in hot, you know what I mean? Right.
1: So, that, so, so it is that. It's, it's, it is my instincts in a lot of ways. It's the way I'm wired. I love to catalyze and make people better. If I can grow whatever you have, I'm excited. And mm-hmm. I'm attracted to those types of people. I'm attracted yeah. to people who grow things you know, who take something that's small and make it bigger. I love that, um, I, I, and, and that's what gets me excited, what wakes me up in the morning. Um, I'm, I am not the, the quintessential artist. I'm not the artist artist. Like, they get wrapped up in their emotions about their song, and if you don't like it, you know, people tell me all the time, tweak that, change that, I don't like that line. It doesn't hurt my mm-hmm. feelings at all. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, whatever makes it, you know, effective. I, I'm more utilitarian you know Mm. with things i'm like is this useful is this helpful for people and the downside of that sometimes is that you know you're not considering how um how emotionally attached people are to stuff um Mm. so it's kind of like yo it was utilitarian for me to make blessings with ty dollar sign i knew it would be effective i knew it would be helpful i knew the folks in the hood would connect with it I knew it would work in that capacity. I was not thinking about like all the people who were like, oh, you never use auto-tune, this kills me. You're using auto-tune right now and you're not breaking down, you know, (laughs) the the, the Pentateuch, you know what I mean? So it's like, I wasn't thinking about these particular things. So yes, I I, I want people to think more on that wavelength um, and I want more executives and, you know, um, who are not trying to be artists all the time because that's how we're gonna thrive.
0: Yeah, that's a good, man, man, man I, th- I think my heart's the same. I think, um, I, th- I, th- I think you are spot on I, i'm a, I'm a hoping to see outside of more executives more artists responsibility in terms of just the day to day sanctification process, financial literacy, saving money, oh. buying property, buying real estate right like'' cause, cause there's a lot of dudes getting the bag, but it's like they' are on stock X you know what I'm saying <laughs> they're buying clothes and, and and stuff like that so or designer like I'm like yeah. man we gotta we we gotta think long term um uh church close yeah. four. Church, church, close four. We are on four, right? Um, we on four. You swoop. You said you said you heard swoop stuff, and it made you scrap a lot of it, which uh, is <laughs> hilarious. And swoop is nice. Shout out to swoop. Um, what's the biggest misconception people have about Lecrae? Hmm. Um. Well, let's let's say well, what's the biggest misconception Christians have about Lecrae. Yeah,
1: that, um, probably that I am, to me, the most, the biggest misconception, to me anyway, is that I am like, I don't know, kind of, uh, enticed by, I don't know, uh, Worldliness in the, in the like small worldly things, like, yeah. yes, we're all enticed by the lust of the flesh, the, the, the pride of life, the lust of the eyes. But it's the stuff that I'm like, yo, like, come on, fam, like, that's not my struggle. And I think, you know, it's kind of like all oh, the craze worshiping race, like, really, like, I have as many books as I've read. You really think that, that that's where I landed my plane is like yeah. worshiping my skin color, like, really um or like you know he's caught up you know um you know in i don't know it's the little stuff you know he wants to be he wants to be the the number one christian rapper really like really (laughs) that's what i'm that's what i'm on right now like really so those types of things that i'm just like come on man like that like you know, if I didn't say, I, I just, I, I think people don't think I'm as strategic as I am sometimes. Sometimes it's like, yo, I, I, give me a little more credit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a little, I have a library. I read books. Like, give me a little more credit than like, oh, the only reason why he said that on stage, because Chance the Rapper was there and he didn't want to be embarrassed. And I'm like, come on, man, give me a little more credit than that. Um, So that's one of the misconceptions. And then probably like um that I I mean and it still you know goes on it's like that I've somehow strayed from uh the truth of scripture and mm-hmm. seeing it like I believe scriptures authoritative I believe um in, in Christ as the Messiah um I mean I think people just feel like me not talking about those things all the time means somehow I've forgotten my first love and mm-hmm. and the reality is there's just you talk about things I do anyway. I talk about things that I'm learning heavily. You know what I'm saying? So when I was first learning about systematic theology, that's what you heard me talk about. Mm-hmm. Why did I write Don't Waste Your Life? Because I just read the book. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm generally talking about things that are, and if you're not constantly being inspired, you don't have anything to talk about. Yep. Um, and so I, you know, I think people need to continue to grow so that they can move and ebb yeah. and flow with what's being communicated. No, I was just gonna say, like, shout out to Belief. Like, I'm a fan of Belief and fatherhood, and and because I'm a father, I'm not sitting there like, he never talks about Christ on these episodes. I'm like, this is great. This is, I see the Lord as you're raising kids, and I'm, see, like, it's great to me. I'm not sitting there scrutinizing him because it's not,
0: you know, what I heard on an album. but. I think the misconception I think most people get, and and this is by and large a lot of Christian rap fans, and you said this to me privately, and hopefully you don't mind me sharing this publicly, but I think the perception is you going and doing secular shows, secular festivals, secular whatever, that the bag is just big. He just want the money. And you said to me this offline, and you said... I don't remember what the, the, the... But you basically told me, man, I'm worth a fraction in the world than I am in the Christian world. And I Not was like... Old. I was like, wow. You know, and so, you know, even your your more overtly Christian albums sold more that first week than your, you know, when Lecrae quote-unquote went woke or whatever people want to, you know, otherwise you as. I think yeah. that is such a goofy misunderstanding that if you, if Belief... myself included if i wanted the bag we would never talk about anything controversial any race not have any christian non-christian collabs features on on our on our platforms we would just play the mainline christian card and go out here and make millions upon millions upon millions of dollars Uh, and i don't think people understand that can you explain like can you just explain that thought because it sounds counterintuitive they would think that you're going to make more money in the world but it's it actually doesn't work that way
1: it doesn't work that way. Um, when you establish a fan base that is largely uh, evangelical, Christian, um, they pay for you to be what they know you to be. And when you move in a different direction, um, they stop supporting. Mm-hmm. And, and I've built up a career in the Christian realm um, as an artist. And so my fan base is bigger there. Um, there's more people who are willing to support me there. So obviously a promoter who is going to pay me more for a Christian event because he knows there'll be more Christians coming than, you know, folks outside of the Christian faith. Whereas a mainstream promoter is like, ain't no Christian's going to come to this. Ain't no Christian's going to come watch you and then Travis Scott. So I'm not going to pay you the money that, you know, you would get for doing a Christian festival. Um, and many times I would do those for free yeah. just to be there yeah. just so I could be on the bill yeah. to have yeah. presence in those spaces and places. And so it's like, or i put it like this when I say do it for free, I don't mean like they paid me, but I ended up using that money to bring my band out, mm-hmm. to fly people, to yeah. pay people to be there. So I didn't make any money. It was free. Um, so man about, if let me tell you something if i wanted if i was just about the bag you would never hear me say anything about social justice or race or anything. I would, I would have been quiet during all of 2016 through 2018. Mm. And I would have been like, I would have wrote a book called Let's Stop Talking About Race and Start Talking <laughs> About
0: people. Shout out to all the anti, anti-racist anti things. Uh, Lecrae, I got two more questions for you. You've talked about therapy. Uh, you've talked about counseling. I see my therapist regularly. I got an amazing Christian therapist. He's worth his freaking weight in gold. It's been amazing for me. Um, talk about that, that journey in terms of mental health, in terms of um, how much of that was just strictly therapy how much of that was you getting fit and getting in shape changing your eating we see it on a, on a gram you look great for you for, for you you look great i was gonna say for your age but you just look great um uh, tell me about that 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 tension of mental physical uh c- controlling the anxiety working through the depression and and what can christians take away from that and i got one more question for you after that and we'll get out of here
1: yeah, for me, it's sanity over vanity, man. A lot of people think I'm working out for my vanity. I'm working out for my sanity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm, that's why I'm doing it. Um, that's why I'm, uh, you know, the dopamine that's created by you exercising is helpful for your mm-hmm. brain health. Um, and just, you know, especially when you're going through, I went through a clinical depression, like literally a clinical depression, um, where, you know, I, I had to be heavily medicated in order to, um, in order to come out of that and Mm. um and so and i and i i'm not against medication if you need medication take it it's a some for some of us it's a cast you know and until your your brain heals and then you can take the cast off for some of us Mm. it's a vitamin you take vitamins every day take your medication every day if you need it you know what i'm saying if you can't afford serotonin go buy some that's all i'm saying um but yeah it was a dark time for me and um i needed to exercise i needed to seek therapy um, I didn't think I needed it because I thought I was at the top of the food chain. I know all the pastors, I know mm. all the people who have wisdom.
0: Mm. And
1: so why would I ever need therapy? i you know what I'm saying? Um, and, and God really showed me that there's a, there's a lack of integration with therapists and the church that needed to be connected more, um, than had been historically. And so, um, I challenge to my therapists who are believers to find yourself integrated uh with churches and use your gifts to strengthen the church challenge to my churches um who don't respect the, the therapists and their views um and how necessary uh psychology and psychiatry are so um and so you yeah, also, that, you that, also
0: that. stopped drinking too right like like you went through yeah. a season of like you just had to stop any casual alcohol you cut that out and you really got on the yeah. fitness tip and and it all kind of worked together
1: Yep, cut out drinking. Um, you know, for multiple reasons. I mean, one, because it's not, you know, it's not healthy for, um, a sensitive brain. If you're, if, mm. if, if, if you are, are wrestling with, with brain health and mental health, alcohol is actually, um, pretty detrimental. You know, it dehydrates the brain. It, it, it just, it can add, uh, add, uh, acerbate world <laughs> i like, but it, it 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 accelerates the 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 anxiety and the depression a lot of times and um and I stopped drinking coffee i was drinking coffee all the time as well and just started you know exercising a green tea vitamins yeah. natural antioxidants that can get me up um and so those are just you know just taking care of myself taking care of my That's body tough. you know you realize you're not gonna be around forever so You want to be as healthy as you can be so you can be as effective as you can be while you have time.
0: Come on, man. I got got to brag on you real quick before I ask you this last question. Um, As long as I've known you, man, I I think you've been a a solid example of someone that's been committed to your faith, committed to your local church. You've always been plugged into some type of church, doing something in the local ministry. Um, You've been married to your wife for how long you guys been married? You guys been married, what, 15 15. years? 15 15 years. years. I've been married 13 um, and so I think I think sometimes people miss that side of your consistency and persistence of just being the same person, even though you went through ups and downs. Personally, your character has always remained solid. So I want to honor you and, and, and say that to you publicly. Uh, my last question to you is, man, uh, twofold. Um, one, how can people that are struggling with their faith get on the journey of reconstruction? And then two... Mm. How can people be praying for you after hearing your heart on this? Hearing you affirm the essentials of the faith, hearing you affirm the authority of Scripture, affirm the deity of Jesus. Lecrae is a Christian, like he follows Jesus. Like y'all got to chill, okay? So, um, how? So yeah. So how can people on the journey? How can they reconstruct their faith? And then two, how can we be praying for you?
1: Yeah. Um. So I use this analogy often. If if I gave you an ancient recipe and it was, I don't know, maybe your family's from Spain, and there's some ingredients in that that come from a particular fruit or vegetable in Spain, Mm -hmm. and it's handed down over generations. And then when you get to it, you decide you don't need those ingredients anymore. Well, that's no longer an ancient family recipe, that's your recipe. Mm. And, and, And that's how we've treated the scriptures in the faith is that there are ancient um, values in understanding the Hebraic context, the yeah, Jewish yeah. context yes. that is in there. And when you extract those, it's no longer that ancient faith. It's, your, it's something you've kind of molded together and meshed together and added things to. And so, yes, as long as Christ is the rock, you are a believer but you're missing some critical elements and ingredients that give it that oh man i didn't know this um and so it's it's kind of like when we when what i had to what i would tell somebody who's struggling their faith is that um man go back to the origins you know there's a good book by lois taverberg um which is called walking in the dust of rabbi jesus which is very helpful just like an entry point um, you know, shout out to Vince Bantu, a multitude of, a multitude of people, just a little heavier, but it gives you some perspective. The Lost History of Christianity um, by Riken, um, gives you a paradigm of all the faith all around the world. Um, and another, um, you know, I like, um, I like the Bayma, the Bayma podcast as well. I think in the Bible project, those are two good podcasts that just, yeah. you know, they incorporate a lot of Hebraic root yes. into yes. their perspective and so I think that's helpful for somebody wrestling with a lot of what's happened to you culturally and it's made you not have the same uh, strong faith and then and then just know God is is good you know he's good and, and trust and believe that he'll hold your hand and walk you through this process
0: that's awesome man how, how, how can the folks watching this be praying for you
1: um you know man I, I think for me it's like I'll never be the same after everything that i've gone through so i'm not the same lecrae you know i walk with the limp now i have different struggles than i used to have and um i'm i'm not as um as vibrant as i once was you know it it takes i'm i'm more cautious and careful to spend time with my family and just rush to get things done and so i would just say man pray for me that i would know my limits you know, I would know like, all right, we're pushing too hard, or we're doing too much, or and that what I do can be effective for people, um, and not just I don't want to do things. Everything matters now in this season of my life, and so I just want to be effective and um, and, and and do it right.
0: Yeah. We're gonna be we're gonna be praying for you, brother. Um, is is the, is the summer playlist is that is that official? I, I I heard rumblings. I'm not sure if we allowed to say the date. Can we can we can we talk yeah. talk that? To, cheers, close four. We, hey, we got a date. Summer, play summer playlist is on the way. It's a, Do we have a date? Because I got a date. I got a date. But can we say the date? I don't know the date. don't know the date. I, don't, don't know, the I date. know the date. <laughs> I know the date, but I don't want
1: to say it. Because dates be changing, man. I don't want to say. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. let's, it'll be summer.
0: So yeah. we know that. But, it'll be summer. Uh, Church Coast 4 before the summer? After the summer? When can we expect that?
1: So here's what I want. I wanted Church Coast 4 to pop off a lot sooner. Um but you know, Swoop messed me up pretty bad. I'm not even gonna lie to you. He changed the standards. He just He changed the standards. So I'm probably gonna, you know, I'll be I'll throw y'all some songs that I was gonna do, maybe put some on the uh summer playlist or something. But swoop changed the standard and then also um yeah, I think I didn't realize how much people wanted church clothes for. Like they really serious about it. So I'm like, okay, this can't just be like throwaway or like just yo, I'm just gonna spit some stuff for y'all. I'm like, Oh, y'all really wanna let me work hard to give y'all something dope, you know, and curate this well and not just throw it out there. So, um I'm I'm about fifty songs in,
0: but I I'm like, I got I gotta go back and
1: and just make sure we 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 do it right. So we got, you know we, got I mean, Rock? Rock?
0: we got any Ray Rock we got any Rock production on that because because I know yeah, Ray, we got Rock's Ray been Rock sending you some heat. Oh, Ray Rock we got buddy. Ray Rock on here. That's what I'm I saying. Think, yeah, we shout got out it. to Ray Rock. Uh, uh, I think uh my brother I am rescued got confirmed for the summer playlist. I don't know if you know who that is, but he is. He phenomenal. killed it. His track yeah. is crazy. Yeah, oh, he's nuts. Man. You know, I you, you know, he's, you here. know, he's in uh, Namibia, Africa, right? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's there now. Like that's where he lives, and his story is crazy. I I'll tell you about it offline. I don't want to put all the business out there, but his his story is wild, bro. Um, the song is yeah. out of control. Can't wait any, to, y'all and, to hear it. Any final words, final thoughts before we get out of here? Um, I've, I've kept you over time, so apologies yeah. in advance. Man, you know,
1: I just I, I just would say, man, to everybody who who tunes into this, man, I appreciate y'all. Even for those people who are. I'm never gonna convince all the the anti Lecrae people to not be, but I love you, okay? I love you. Pray for me, okay? All right, I love you. Um and I really love all the supporters, man. Y'all y'all do me well, man, and y'all you know, y'all got my heart. Um and yeah, man, I'm I'm grateful and then and then man, you know, thanks Ruslan for you, you know, pushing the culture and just having the heart to push the culture, you know, you you Every, you, you know, a lot of people don't realize, man, you be, every artist that you be touching, man, got talent. And that's what made me realize, you know, talent when you touch it, they all I'm are super it. dope. And you know, it's like, man, I was like, this man is an a for real. Like y'all don't see the A&R skills, this man got you know, talent when you see it, you know what I'm saying?
0: So appreciate that. Yeah, man, thank you for saying that. Ladies and gentlemen, the magnificent, the illustrious, the multi-talented, best selling Grammy award winning author, all the above, Lecrae, appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much. Love man, appreciate it. Kingstream Entertainment. Bruce Lawn. Hey, thank you so much for making it to the end of this video. If you found it valuable, please consider giving it a like and subscribing. You can check out one of the other videos related to this that'll be over here. Now I gotta tell you about a free training I have for anyone that is an entrepreneur, a creative, an artist, but maybe you are unsure on how to find your voice, how to find your niche. I have a free training in the description of this video. Check it out. Once again, thank you so much for watching. I appreciate you, and I will see you on the next video holy smokes you made it through the entire episode shout out to you probably means you're rocking with what we're doing and again we ain't got no sponsors on this show and i'm gonna keep it that way but what you can do to keep it sponsor-free is consider signing up for our King's Dream Patreon. The link is in the description of this episode. Best way to get a hold of me. Best way to hop into a group Zoom call. And the best way to partner with what we're doing here. Help us create more stuff just like this. Thank you for listening. Peace.